0: Hi, I'm George Stocker, and this is Last Week in .NET for the week ending in July 25th, 2020. Microsoft released more details about CVE-2020-1147. That was that remote code execution vulnerability for .NET Core. Turns out it had to do with deserializing XML into a data set. If this is something you do, hit pause and go patch your application to .NET Core 3.1.6 or .NET Core 2.1.20, and .NET 5 Preview 7. Also, make sure to update the SDK running on your developer machines as well. Microsoft also released a blog post on this subject titled Dataset and Data Table Security. It's a good read. Go check it out. Special thanks, again, to Kevin Jones, at Jones on Twitter. Microsoft this week also talked about Windows 10X, now, apparently in Windows 10X, Win32 applications will be virtualized and served over the cloud. Okay. This is interesting, and it frightens the hell out of me. It makes me wonder what point we lose control over our operating systems completely. .NET 5 Preview 7 has been released. This release includes changes to the runtime, the SDK, ASP.NET Core, and Entity Framework Core. For the runtime, there's a lingering bug with regex that you can fix by removing regex compiled. You know, that's what, uh, that's what keeps regexes fast. Anyway, if you're running .NET 5 Preview 7 in production, that's something to be aware of. For ASP.NET Core, they fixed some cookie and Blazor bugs, and there's also a blog post out about Preview 7 that talks about the Blazor improvements especially. Now Blazor's getting a lot of attention from Microsoft, and this is great especially since there are thousands of applications that are in web forms that have no upgrade path at all in .NET 5. Well, how does Blazor help here, you ask? Well, it at least gives political cover to the idea that it's possible, but if you read the documentation around converting an ASP.NET webforms application to Blazor, you'll notice it's, um, incomplete. Now, incomplete here means that there's currently no migration path at all for built-in web form controls, so as long as you don't use those, I guess you're fine. Now, without Microsoft providing some sort of conversion system for Web Forms, organizations will be forced to rewrite the Web Form applications anyway, and Microsoft is hoping they'll choose Blazor. Now, I may have blown the spoiler, but Blazor is now a part of .NET 5. There's more work to do, but this is a good start. .NET Framework, July 20th, Cumulative Update Preview has been released. Now, this is for the .NET Framework, not .NET Core or .NET 5. And this preview fixes several bugs uncovered in the .NET Framework Release 4.8. It includes a memory leak in HTTP listener, and a bug in SQL Bulk Copy that would cause writes to fail. You know, the whole reason SQL Bulk Copy exists. Now, there are fixes for WCF and WPF and Windows Forms, and they also added some accessibility improvements in Windows Forms. Good job, Microsoft. Now, a replacement for SecureString is being bandied about for .NET 6. You know, SecureString... The often maligned and probably most misused class in .NET is getting its hair redone as shrouded buffer as a part of .NET 6. The name change and the API change is to help reiterate that this string isn't a security feature. Rather, it's a signal that if you're trying to log stuff, you shouldn't log whatever is in that string. I'm not sold on the name, but naming is hard. My personal list contains candidates such as opaque string, don't log this string, sensitive buffer, classified buffer, or confidential string. Entity Framework Core now supports many-to-many relationships. This is news to me. I had no idea it didn't. And I feel bad for everyone that now either has to maintain the workarounds they used to get that support before or retrofit this approach into their code. No word on when this lands in a release, but it'll either be in .NET 5 Preview 8 or .NET 5 release candidate one. There's a new bug discovered in .NET Core 3.1 that causes skip last and take last to return the wrong value. If you use skip last and take last, the link methods in .NET Core 3.1, there's a good chance you'll encounter this bug if your source collection you're operating on is a list, which would be just about everyone. The .NET Foundation board elections are happening right now. If you're a member of the .NET Foundation, go vote. If you're not a member, join, then go vote. If you want to hear from the candidates themselves, the Foundation held interviews with the board candidates. They are worth your time. The Stack Overflow elections have now ended, and two new moderators were elected. There are only seven candidates to choose from, making this the lowest number of candidates ever, but we did get two new moderators. You can welcome Mackian and Machiavetti. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Those aren't real names. In the pretty frickin' cool library of the week, do you write distributed applications? First off, if you do, I'm sorry. Second, have you thought about using ACA.NET? Distributed applications are hard, and without a framework to help you along, you're going to be spending a lot of time working around the fact that your application is, in fact, distributed. This is not a sponsored ad, and I hope to never make another distributed application. But if I did, I'd give ACA.NET a serious look. You can check it out at git.net. A-K-K-A dot-net. dot-net comp focus on microservices is happening on July 30th. This all-day event focuses on microservices and dot net core. At least one of those things is cool. If you're not going to be watching it all day, I will be, and I will be live-tweeting it from at Gortok on Twitter. That's G-O-R-T-O-K. And that's what happened last week in dot net I'm George Stocker, and I teach test-driven development .NET Teams. This isn't your grandfather's TDD. It's actually meant to be used in large applications without the use of mocks or stubs, without the inherent pain that goes along with mocks and stubs. But you don't care about that. You just want to go home at 5 p.m. and sleep soundly, knowing your application won't have any strange middle-of-the-night bugs. If your team wants to go home at 5 p.m. and not need pizza parties for releases, visit www dot double your and reach out.